This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place. www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the Good News Program, and the president of The Gearing Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the Good News Program brought to you by The Caring Place. We're also known as the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We've been serving the homeless and needy here in South Florida since 1922. And if I do my math right, that means it's 100 years of serving those in the greatest of need. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brummett. I happen to be the president here. Been here 30 of those 100 years, and I'm joined this morning with my lovely wife, Marilyn Brummett, who's also the Vice President of Development. Marilyn, we are stoked, aren't we? We're getting ready for this 100-year anniversary. Oh, we are so excited. This whole year, we're doing different celebrations, and I will throw a date out. It's going to be in October, but that's going to be our huge centennial 100-year celebration gala. And uh, October 15th will be the date. So if you want to save that date, more information is coming about that. But there's so many other things that are going on throughout the year. But one of the things we want to talk about right now is about Good Friday, Easter, and Passover season. It's next month, but we are getting ready even now. And you know why we're so excited about it? Because we're going to be back out on the streets. That's right. You know, for the last two, three years... You know, COVID has still got some some of our attention, but the last two years, 20 and 21, were very, very difficult for everybody. Uh, we're still facing very, very uncertain times. And, and Marilyn, that's why this program is here. It's the good news program. Uh, we want people to know in the community that even though you're having doom and gloom, wars, the price of gas, uh, just things that are happening in our nation, happening throughout the world, you know, COVID's been kind of pushed off the stage, but there are good things happening. And this year... Uh, last year, we were doing things very, very strategic, uh, drive-throughs with cars and at different locations. But this year, as Marilyn said, we're going to have a very special Thanksgiving on Good Friday. We've done this for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the highlight, by the way, is when people actually follow what Jesus taught and what he did for his disciples just before he died that that that. Uh, that Easter is that he washed the feet of the disciples. And we're going to be doing the same thing this year, aren't we, Marilyn? Yeah, we're working on putting that together and uh, we're hoping that'll all come together. You know, that's so special because as Jesus is our example, um, before he knew he was going to the cross and he celebrated Passover with his disciples. And one of the things that he did was to uh, wash the feet of his disciples to show how much he loved them and cared for them. And we want to do that also for our homeless and hungry and hurting. And we've done it for many, many, many years. We're so excited that we'll be back out feeding people, giving clothing, prayer tents, prayer teams out there, music, entertainment. And it will be a very special day. And that's and that's at both of our centers and our Hollywood and our Miami centers. Uh, we probably do over 2,500 meals that day. And you can help us. And one of the easiest way to help us is, you know, we said this many years, uh, and I've been here those many years as well, is that 
hope often begins with a meal. And that's very, very true. You can help us by providing meals at Easter and Passover and beyond yes. by going to caringplace.org slash Easter. Can You know, for $2.10, that one meal can start a change in someone's life. And we're going to be really pushing it this year as we do our street outreaches. We're going to be going to encampments of the homeless and inviting them to come. And we know uh, through our experience, we can't take as many as we'd like to take because we're still under the COVID restrictions. But we'll have at least 40 to 50 men and women that day. We'll say, you know something? You've been kind to me. I heard about you. We want to make the decision. We want to get off the street. And that is probably one of the greatest uh, victory stories that you can have is when somebody says, you know something, I, I've been out here for two years. Or I've mm-hmm. been here in this relationship right. for a year, and I want to make a change in my life. And that meal and that friendship and that, that possibility thinking has made a difference in my life, and I'm going to make a difference in my life. And so you can help us with that. And then there's other ways you can help us during the course of the year. In Maryland, I know we're having our summer program coming up. We have, we're looking to the fall. Uh, but there's just a lot of different ways people can volunteer, even now as we start lifting the COVID restrictions. That's right. We have opened it back up uh, to volunteers and volunteers are even coming in. Brand new ones are coming into our orientations and they learn so much of all the different things they can get involved with. And and we have many groups. uh, We call them focus groups, but they focus on different aspects of helping the hurting. Uh, We have groups for women, groups for men. Uh, They'll either focus maybe on education or mentoring um, or safe and affordable housing or helping children with arts and crafts. So uh, all the groups, they, we give them special names, so it's really cool. You're either part of Girlfriends for Girlfriends or the Home Run Team. So we have all these wonderful ways of you getting involved, but then you really see outcome. You see the return on your investment of your time, your talent, and your treasure. And, you know, we can't do it without the support of the community. We've been here 100 years that's uh, and of course we try to work with all different organizations and nonprofit organizations, for-profit organizations, com- uh, city groups, county groups, and uh, but usually it's really the mom and dad that's saying, you know, something I want to help someone that's maybe a little less fortunate than I am. And so for $2.10, and go back to that again. You say, how can you do it for $2.10? and Well, because we get a lot of donated food too. Mm-hmm. We do have some volunteers that come in and the, and the residents themselves will help us in the kitchen many times. Mm-hmm. So we keep the food costs, the, the meal costs low. Yes, right. But for $2.10, and for $21, you can help 10 people uh, this Passover and Easter and beyond. And, I, and I'm going to think big, Marilyn. I think there's somebody out there that can do 1,000 meals today. Mm. You know, we've seen it happen before. That would be $2,100 if I just did my math. But there's probably someone listening that can do that. And it doesn't matter if it's $2.10 or $2 million. Mm-hmm. We, are, we're, we are very, very grateful and very thankful. Again, go to caringplace.org slash Easter to make that gift. And then to find out how to volunteer. You know, we have people here, uh, used to be, uh, just three years ago, had almost 9,000 volunteers. Last mm-hmm. year, I think we had... 2,000. 2,000. And many of them uh, worked off campus doing different things. So we still logged in their hours, and that was the reason we were able to do that. And you, and we can still do that today. We have food drives we need, toy drives. Uh, Easter baskets Easter right now. Easter basket drives, underwear drives. I mean, all different types of things that people can get involved in. And you can do that off campus and maybe provide those items here. But we are looking for mentors. We're looking for uh, teachers. And we're looking for people to come into our food service department. Not only 
serve the meal, but help prepare the meal and clean up after the meal. Mm-hmm. And then people come in, they do groups. I will come in and do landscaping. They'll do makeovers, mini makeovers. Maybe they'll do a woman's dorm. They'll come in and bring all new linen and mm-hmm. just freshen everything up. And, and again, those are changes that people take to heart because when they see you come in and volunteer, they know uh, you could be doing something else and instead of coming in and helping them that this got off the street. And it does have such a big, big impact in a person's life. That's right. And, you know, uh, just yesterday uh, they had a um, prayer patrol that came and, uh, you know, we had a, a bigger group at, you know, went before COVID. So there was only a couple uh, they came, but we believe that it's going to grow. And uh, when they come in, they actually pray over each bed and they leave a little card on that bed and said that you have been prayed for and don't give up. That means so much to our residential uh, people that stay with us to come back to their bed and see, oh, my gosh, someone cared so much that they're telling me they prayed for me and they even left me a card. I've seen people keep these cards even way after they've graduated. They'll show me I still have my card where somebody prayed for me. Yeah, and I'll be walking through one of the centers and sure enough, someone will come up and uh, not, uh, not every time, but it happens quite frequently. You know, someone was praying for me. And they'll take out their card and they'll show it to me. And you know, you think that's such a small little thing, but those small things in our lives can have a huge impact. And that's, again, uh, I don't want to seem like I'm pushing it too hard, but we really do need your support uh, this Easter and beyond as we look toward the summer months. This is our 100th year anniversary. We want to we want to spruce up all of our buildings. We're going to be inviting you to come and take tours. We're going to be inviting you to come in celebrations. We're going to have a naming of the building. Uh, I'm working on that right now. We hope to have that. What, what month is that going to be? May. May 14th. 14th. Yes. So it's going to be a graduation. Uh, you don't know about this. The, the audience doesn't know about this, but we're having a graduation on May 14th. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in our Miami Center. Cap and gown. Cap and gown. And we'll talk a bit more of that in another uh, program. But we're also going to have a naming of the building for the Jacobs. And they were the previous um, president and the vice president. That's Dr. Frank and Maxine Jacobs. So a lot of great things taking place. And I want you to stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers, also known as the Caring Place. I'm so excited. Today we have uh, on the phone with us Jasmine Martinez from Beauty by Jazzy Faye. Thank you so much for joining us, Jasmine. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Of course, it's an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed the opportunity that I had to meet you and Noelia this past weekend. It was really a a moment that I will carry with me. Oh, my God. Listen, Jasmine, thank you so much again. I know that I have thanked you already at least 10 times since I met you. But we were looking, just so our listeners can know the the behind-the-scenes story here, is that we needed a a makeup artist, we needed a person to do the hair, and we needed a photographer for a quinceañera. And for those of you that don't know what a quinceañera is, it's a Hispanic tradition, right? Is one of the uh, young ladies that live in our centers. She and her mother and her three siblings, they live with us, right? The, the mother became homeless and they joined our, our program and now they live with us. But in the time that they, ha- they have been living with us, Noelia turns 15 years old, right? And mm-hmm. the cover girls 
of the Miami Center did not want not to do something about it, right? We wanted to do something. And so we asked, and all she wanted, her dream was to have her professional photos taken. So we were in need of a person to do hair, makeup, and the photos, of course. And here you are, Jasmine. We never met each other before. How did you hear about Noelia and the pictures that we were doing? Well, I had the pleasure of working with uh, Hanel for years now. I've known her for a few years. I want to say probably about six or seven years. And she had mentioned about this um, event that she was working with you for Noelia and asked me if they needed someone for hair. And I, I, I swear I didn't even hesitate. I was like, yes, when? I was ready to do it, knowing to give back. I love helping people. I love being part of something memorable in someone's life. And part of my profession is being a part of those moments. And to do that for someone and to fulfill a dream for someone, I, I did not hesitate. I was like, yes, put my name down whatever you need. And, and, and that's amazing because, you know, number one, let me let me say that you have an amazing talent, right? And this is something that this is your you. business as well, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I hate to say it, but it's not easy to find people that will willingly uh, provide their gift and their talents for free, guys. Okay, let's face it, right? So you immediately said yes. You, you said it. You didn't even think about mm-hmm. it. Wow. You know, I have to commend you on that. And And what prompted you to say yes so fast? Because I knew I was for somebody who really deserved it. There was there was no questions asked about that. You know, they gave me a minimal background in, on Noelia, but the little bit I found out, there was just nothing to question. Of course, I'm going to help her out. Of course, I'm going to do that for her. Every in my Latin culture, I'm also from the same culture. It's a staple. It's a landmark in yeah. our life yeah. as we get older. Celebrating La Quinceañera is a big deal. And to be able to help someone to have that moment in their life, you know, I, I had to be a part of it. There was just nothing to consider. And and her hair, I mean, you did her hair, <laughs> but you did much more than that. I mean, you guys, every step of the way between you and Hanel, um, which is crazy because Hanel, I also did not know Hanel, okay? And Hanel came to us because of the photographer. So this was this was one of those things that is kind of like a, a pay it forward type of deal. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, because I knew the photographer, right? The photographer is one of our cover girls. And when I send the email asking, hey, guys, this is what I need. I need a photographer. I need a person to do makeup. I need hair. I need someone to donate the dress. I need someone to donate the shoes. Because that's what it takes, right? It takes a village to put all this together. And and the fact that Certainly. Maggie, our photographer, in, immediately, okay, she replied and she said, you know what? I have the makeup person. And I said, oh, my God, thank you, right? Because, again, this is a talent. This is a gift. I think we were talking about this the other day. Anybody out there, right, can come and maybe serve a meal, uh, clean the kitchen. But there's certain talents that not everybody has. So it's not that easy to find the right uh, people for it, right? And then when Hanel said yes, which she also said yes right away, she said, but wait, it gets better. I have the person who can help with the hair. And this is how we came in contact with you. So it's almost like one of those things that it was a shame effect (laughs) type of deal, right? It was. It was meant to be. I I genuinely feel that way. I I really enjoyed my time there. Noelia was as sweet as can be. Her hair has the most beautiful, thick curls. Yeah. Thick hair, very tight curls, but beautiful for someone like me who wishes had that much hair. I really enjoyed to see, you know, where we started and where we ended with her. Really, she looked beautiful to see her at the end in that beautiful dress with her makeup beautifully done by Hanel. 
it, it was really a complete, beautiful image of what a quinceañera should be. Absolutely. And I want to thank you again also for the whole process. I mean, this is just, this is someone who's 15. She's about to turn 16 uh, soon. We took a minute to do the pictures. But this is someone that, it's, um, I don't want to say awkward, right? But when you're young like that, you're not that talkative. You're, you know, she seems to be very reserved. And and throughout the whole process, you guys were making her feel so beautiful. And, and you guys were continuously giving her compliments about her skin and the hair and and you know what I could tell how wonderful this makes her feel right because now she's surrounded by all these strangers including me okay I I, <laughs> I have only met her once because I'm not in the I'm not in the Center for Women and Children I'm in and more in the volunteer department the media the, the the things that we do so she had only met me once as well so it was important that we made her feel so comfortable. Uh, the mom was there. The siblings was were there. I mean, I don't know if you had a moment um, uh, to talk to the mom. Um, I know me, uh, I, I, when you guys left, she kept on telling me how appreciative she was. But did you notice how happy she was that we were doing this for her daughter? Yes. I Any moment I had took to look over at her and you could see her, she was admiring the whole moment that her daughter was experiencing because this is a special moment in their lives and both of their lives, you know, and to be able to have be witness your child going through this, you know, no matter what, you know, has put across their obstacle, it's a beautiful thing and it should definitely be celebrated and definitely should be, you know, appreciated the way that it has been. It was a very harmonious day I would have to say you know the day started off a little cloudy everybody was a little worried (laughs) and as everything came together the sun came out and the shined it was it was a beautiful day not a cloud just enough wind to make it not extremely hot here in South Florida (laughs) it was really turned out to be a beautiful day considering how it started off as far as the considering we were driving in the rain when we were on our way <laughs> to the building. So listen, talking about God timing and, 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 you know, everything coming together, but I got to tell you also, um, you know, the fact that, uh, you helped with the dress, making sure the dress was tightly, you know, was done in the correct way, because God knows I'm not the expert. But other than that, also, for those of our listeners who don't understand the expense that this would have been for their mother, I mean, just having professional pictures alone. Let me just say mm-hmm. that without the help of the supporters that came together and made this happen, Noelia's mom would not have been able to do this, okay? And even even if she would have been living in our center, um, you know, being in our program the way she is, having four children, doing professional pictures for one of the children sometimes is something that some parents cannot do. So even if, oh. if it wouldn't have been the case of them being, being homeless, right, um, I don't mm-hmm. think that she would have been able to afford it anyway because it's not easy and it's not something that is, is, is you know, it's, it's not that affordable, let's just say that. When you have to put together what it costs to do makeup, to do hair, to buy the dress, to to get the pictures professionally mm-hmm. done by a photographer, um, you know, for for the listeners that that are not familiar with what that entails, um, this is the reason why we're so grateful to every single one of you because we made it happen together, right? As a community, we did. Now, hundred percent. And one of the things that I see when I Yes, absolutely. And and I don't want to I don't want to run out of time, uh Jasmine. Please tell us for people that are listening and want to know more about you, how can they follow your work and get in contact with you if they're interested? 
or anyone can always find me on Instagram under Beauty by Jazzy Faye. I've been in this field for about seven years now. I do hair and makeup, um, and something that I truly love to do and be there for my clients, whether they are, whether I'm donating my services or whether I, they're paying for my services. It's something I just genuinely love to do, making someone feel beautiful and special on a day that matters so much in their life. I, it's just something I just want to keep on doing as often as I can. And it shows it really you, you, you have an amazing passion. For those of you that couldn't get the information for Beauty by Yazzie Faye, please call me. You can call Leanne here at the Miami Ref Commission. I have all the information so you can get in touch with Jasmine. Jasmine, thank you for joining us. Thank you for your great work. And I look forward to working with you again in the near future. Awesome. I really do hope to do it again. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, it was a true joy and honor. Thank you so much for having me on. I look forward to working with you again. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers, also known as the Caring Place. And we are so excited. Today we have on the phone with us our supporter, Gio Valdez, organizer of the Power Hour. Thank you so much for joining us, Gio. Oh, it is my pleasure. I'm I'm so excited to be partnering up with you guys once again and uh, looking forward to, to our event and how we can continue to help our community. You are awesome. I know that you host these events on a monthly basis. I want you to tell me all about it, but what's very special about the one that's coming up real soon, March 26th on a Saturday at 11 a.m., is that some of the proceeds from that event will benefit the homeless in our community through the Miami Rescue Mission. So thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. And tell us all about this event. What can we expect? If we say, yes, I want to go there with Gio, what can we expect <laughs> on Saturday, March 26th? So first and foremost, uh, you should expect high energy. Um, as a business owner, what I do is health and wellness. And I've been doing this for quite some time now. And I love to pour back into my community however I can. And I have realized that whenever we're able to get a group together, everyone can kind of encourage each other to continue to push forward, do better, uh, bring that high energy, and get to the, the best version of who they are. So you can expect that. We're going to have some fun. I always put a great playlist and uh, definitely uh, energetic workout. But like you mentioned at the beginning, a portion of the proceeds, exactly 20% of the proceeds from that event, We'll go towards the rescue mission. And every month we partner up with a different organization, but the rescue mission is near and dear to my heart because I have served for several years, um, several different events from Thanksgiving events, just back to school things that I've been able to have the, the, the opportunity to, to be there and serve. And this is very near and dear to my heart, and I'm so excited for the 26th. Thank you. Um, we and, we are and, too. I yeah. mean, we are we are all that high energy is 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 from right now, and we want our listeners to support you to, uh, you know, find out who you are and what you're all about through these events and also through your business. Now, this is gonna be in a beautiful location. I happen to know exactly where it is. I've been there. Tell us about the location uh, that you're doing this event at. Well, I love this location. This is called Doral Yard. I, I was actually driving by the area and I saw this and I, and I was kind of in shock because there was nothing here just a few years ago. Uh -huh. But now they've built a beautiful location. There's so many things to do, so many great places to eat at, which that's another thing. If you purchase a ticket, 
you get a discount at Delibles, which is one of our partners. And um, for those of you that purchase tickets, you will love this place. I promise you, um, even if you're not a vegan, because their dishes are vegan, even if you're not a vegan, you will enjoy it. Um, and, and it's just a beautiful atmosphere. Uh, it's a nice turf area. And uh, I'm just so excited that we get to partner up not only with the rescue mission, but also with Doral Yard. So it is a beautiful locale. Um, if we have poor weather, it doesn't matter because we have a roof there that will protect us from the elements. So it's just it's just a great uh, Saturday workout to get your day started, your weekend started. I see so many benefits, okay? If you've never been to the Doral Yard, you want to check it out. Um, you're going to meet Gio. I know you train one of my colleagues. He talks so highly about you. Um, you <laughs> have an amazing group of people that are going to be there. Tell me how much are the tickets and how can we get them? So, yes, tickets are $20. And um, included in that, not only will you get a wonderful workout, like I mentioned before, there's also going to be other fitness professionals there as well. So it won't just be myself. There will be other people there as well. Uh, as well as massage therapists on site for those that want like, a quick little demo. Um, but there's just so many different things that that includes, as well as, like I mentioned previously, a discount to Delibles and um, a few other things as well. Absolutely. So you don't want to miss this. It's yes. a Saturday, March 26th, 11 a.m. with Geo. You can go to Eventbrite. How do we find the event under Eventbrite to purchase our tickets? So there's a link. Right now I have it on social media and in my website. Um, my social media is at Valdez underscore. Um, and also We Are Transfiguration, which is the name of my business. And there's a link in there. Um, you also, if you go to Eventbrite, which it's an app or even a website, you can just go to Eventbrite. You type in Power Hour and the event will pop up. It's very simple to use. The easiest way to do it is just to go to Eventbrite. Type and in Power Hour tickets and, and join us see. on March yes. 26. Thank you for joining us, Gio. I cannot wait for this day to join you. Thank you so much. Well, once again, I'm Marilyn Brummett, and we are at that part of the program where we get to uh, hear a story from someone who has come uh, to the mission. Some of them come to the Miami Center, some to the Broward Center, but they all have a story to tell. And it's difficult to actually be on air and actually share your story. So we always want to uh, say thank you to those that have come to that point where they say they want to tell their story. So, Zachary, uh, nice we now. are so glad you are here today. And uh, let's go back in time and tell us a little bit of your backstory. Okay. Hi, my name is Zachary. It's a privilege to be here to share my story well, my story basically is no different than anyone else, even though I may have some uniqueness to it. I'm a native of Miami, and uh, when I was young, I was raised from a very wealthy and prominent family here in Miami. And what I dealt with at a young age was peer pressure. Mm. That was the biggest issue, being that I'm a 60 baby, you know, the baby boom, mm -hmm. and by me being bright skin and hazel green eyes, mm. and uh, what was called hood today, it was called ghetto then. So I was raised in the ghetto, but not of the ghetto. Mm. So it was a very unique thing because what came about was I had a lot of people that was jealous and envy and had animosity because of 
what my parents had sacrificed to make a better future for their kids. Wow. So I was put under a lot of pressure being the oldest son and being somewhat educated and athletic and, you know, the girls liked it, the eyes and the personality, you know, and, you know, like me and my brother, <clears throat> we was given like 15 cents just back in the 60s for lunch. No, we was given a dollar hmm. and lunch was 15 cents. Okay. So, you know, wow. I had to deal with the peer pressure and then by me being the oldest and dealing with the peer pressure, what became was a thing of being accepted among my peers. Mm -hmm. So I began to do things out of character and out of the way I was raised, such as stealing and robbery and burglary that I didn't have to do to be accepted among my peers. And along that route, I began to indulge in drugs, which started out as a form of recreational pleasure, but later on became a habit and led me to prison three times. Mm. I have had numerous of career jobs and opportunities that was given to me from my parents as a youngster that, you know, the average kid did not have. Uh, so I was a privileged kid. Uh, and w then came the drug addiction along with the, um, the behavior that goes along with it took me far, of course. You know, I had lost my ethics, my morals, and my values that I was raised with. Somehow, deep down, I still held them, but the uh, disease of addiction mm -hmm. is a whole different animal. Right. Yeah. So how I came about to know about the mission is I'm an air-conditioned tech by trade. I'm HVAC by trade, licensed and bonded. Okay. I have a universal license. I have several certificates. But I came upon a job of working for the mission. Huh. <laughs> yes. I used to work for the mission. I was uh, under Mike Bunger in maintenance. Right. And I worked for the mission for several years. So that's how I came about to know about the mission. And I saw the wonderful things that the mission was doing for people, you know, in the community. And the mission really does a lot of wonderful unspoken miracles for people in their lives daily. You know, so after... After leaving the mission, I got a, I, I opened my own business of air condition HVAC, mm -hmm. and it survived for like two years. Then it went under. Then I went through a thing of depression with a lot of deaths. I lost my, I lost my 21 year old son to mm. gun violence. I lost Jesus. my oldest brother on my birthday that same year. Then my mom died. Then I lost a dear God sister. And so, Zachary, I, I, I hate to stop you for a second, um, but we're going to take a break and then we're going to come right back. And, uh, of course, no one's going to touch that dial because you got to hear more of Zachary's story. Well, we're back with Zachary. He is in the midst of his story. And, Zachary, let's just continue. But you now you're in the midst of your own crisis. Yes, and, I am. You've lost your business and so many family members and what you've said is just so hurtful when i hear you know how your son died and others so yes well why in the midst of all the pain that i was enduring after 12 and a half 13 years of sobriety i didn't really handle that very well i wanted to medicate so i began to drink mm -hmm. and as we know drinking going to lead you back to your drug of choice which was crack cocaine and I ended up going back to crack cocaine. And here we are a year and a half later, finally landed with my feet at the mission. Now, 
the unique part of the mission is when I showed up, they wasn't taking anyone in. But I knew, yeah, because of COVID. But I knew a couple of guys that were senior members and graduates of the program still in the program. And Marlo said, well, let's see next Monday. But I was going to leave. So they said no. So it was two guys, Norbert and and a Rodney, Rodney that works here, Mm -hmm. (laughs) kept me there for one whole week. And they gave me kind of, I was shoeless. I didn't have any shoes. They gave me a pair of shoes. And today I have too many shoes. <laughs> but upon entering the mission, I knew what the mission was all about. And I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't really need a bed because I have, I had somewhere to stay. I didn't need the food because I had that. I didn't need clothes because I had those. What I needed was a sanctuary. Mm. That's what I needed. I needed a sanctuary to plug back up into my spiritual awakening and to get back rooted into Christ. So while I have been here, that's what I do Mm. day in and day out. I don't have room for error at my age. I must get it together, but I know I can't do it on my own. I need Christ in my life. I have tested many, many theories, and they have all failed. But Christ has yet to fail me, even in my madness. So here we are. I am now a captain of an alpha, and I continue to lead by example, not by words, but by actions. Now, what, just so the listeners uh, might not understand when we say alpha, but that is the uh, 16, 17 week intense study. Some people say it's like two years of Bible college wrapped up into uh, 16 weeks. And uh, that's where you really learn uh, not only the word of God, but the tools to be successful and to be empowered and to know how to keep yourself within Christ and uh, knowing that he has a plan. It's really pretty amazing that you're the captain of your alpha class that you are in now. So, Zachary, what's your goal as you leave? I mean, you're so, you have you have ways of getting a job. You know, you're highly educated. But what is really your goal in life? Well, to be very honest, my goal is just to grow old in peace. World, The world has nothing to offer me anymore. If anything I need, I already possess, and that's in Christ Jesus. Mm. Oh, I have an income. I have a retirement. So the world really and the material things and being a vanity, I have outgrown that. So that's all I want to do. That's my deepest desire, just to grow old in peace. That is as simple as that. And share with others. And share with others and bring others to know Christ Jesus and to give my testimony, to let the world know that he's real, he's capable, he's able, and he will move mountains on behalf of you if you just have your simple thing called faith. That's what is required. I have to say, you have a vo- a radio voice. Um, amazing to hear you talk. I didn't have to say much because you know how to share uh, your story and make it effective that people need to know the Lord. And so, Zachary, we're going to continue to pray for you. We know that God has a a future for you. He's not done with you yet. No, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) And there is going to be more to Zachary's story. So thank you for sharing, and let's continue to pray. Uh, The listeners, I ask you to continue to pray for the many men and women that come into the doors of the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. That is why we are called The Caring Place. God bless you, Zachary. Thank you. 
Wow, what a great testimony from Zachary. And you know, that's what it's really all about in our centers in Miami and Broward. We're serving hundreds and hundreds of people experiencing homelessness every single day. You know, the mission has been here 100 years. This is our big, bold, beautiful centennial celebration. I have been over here over 30 years in Maryland. Uh, this month coming up, April, you'll be out 20 years. 20 right? years, that's 20 right. Years. And so uh, we're excited when we hear about changed lives. And that's exactly what we do every single day we're mm-hmm. touching lives we can't do it without you in maryland uh we had some other great guests today too didn't we oh yes you know and i just want to give a shout out to giovanni valdez who's doing um, a fitness event and all the proceeds are going to come to help uh, the homeless and the hurting and, and give it to the caring place and also you know jasmine martinez she helped in the makeover for the wonderful young lady that was uh, part of our centers and with her family she was uh, celebrating her quinceada and uh, she did 15th 15th yes big you know coming out party for a young lady and uh, she did all of her makeup and made her feel beautiful what a wonderful way to reach out to someone who who normally it wouldn't be a great time right and you know for many people they don't have the time they're not they don't have the the ability to come to our centers, you can help us financially by going to caringplace.org slash Easter for $2.10. You can provide a whole meal, and we're going to have a great outreach uh, on Good Friday mm-hmm. in April. It's called uh, Thanksgiving on Good Friday. That's right, right. on April 15th. And at that time, we're going to be closing down our streets in Miami and Broward, going to have tents out there, prayer tents, uh, giveaways, great food, great music. And then the highlight of that day is that we're going to actually be washing. Uh, We'll do it all with the hygiene and everything uh, with the health department to make sure it's all antiseptic. We're going to be washing the feet of the homeless that day. Yeah, that's right. And that just really shows, you know, I hear so many stories. I've heard it in the past when we've done it before. Um, A particular story, a woman that uh, was very hurting at the time. And she, you know, you could tell by looking at her and a police officer in his uniform was washing her feet. And by the time she it was over, he he was crying and she was crying. Um, And he said she said, usually I'm on the other end, (laughs) you know, of getting a citation or something from the police. I've never had a policeman ever do anything like this for me. And, you know, we are the caring place. That's the caring place in Miami, the caring place in Broward. And, and you know, that's what we do every single day. You know, there's always a hurting person that needs someone to come alongside of them and say, hey, you know, today's not a good day but stick in there uh better days and i always say the best is yet to come and we like to say that to everybody not only people that come to our doors that may be experiencing homelessness but the people that come to us that help us also are going through things people are have died from covid in their family and they're facing cancers or runaway kids just so many different things and we want to be we can't be everything to everybody but we can certainly be the hands and the feet and the eyes and the heart of, of Jesus and just be caring about other people. You know, as we do this event that we have on uh, Good Friday, uh, we're serving over 2,500 people. We are taking volunteers. There's a lot of different ways you can get uh, involved as a volunteer, either on site and campus. Uh, of course, people love to come in and feed people, but we also need people to come in to prepare the food and mm-hmm. then to clean up after the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need people to come in and do uh, makeovers to our rooms and land landscaping projects mm-hmm. and painting projects can you imagine our buildings they're they're seeing hundreds and hundreds of people every single mm-hmm. day the wear and the tear and mm-hmm. our bathrooms and our faci- our kitchens and everything and this year during our hundredth year celebration we're calling it the big 
bold, beautiful centennial celebration. We want you to be a part of that. We're going to be having all sorts of uh, open doors throughout the course of the coming months, having a great big uh, gala in October we'll tell you more about. And we just want the, the community to know that because of the hearts and the generosity and the compassion of so many, that this mission has, has endured 100 years. Well, God bless you. Uh, mm-hmm. Tune in next week. That'll make one more week the mission's been around. Yes. And right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for another great episode of Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place.